So briefly this evening, um, I would like to look at Romans chapter 1 and focus on three I am statements of the Apostle Paul. And see, we can see that these are I am statements that Paul had, and we can look at our lives and see how are we doing at lining up with the same I am statements that the Apostle Paul had. So, um, for sake of time, we'll, sometimes I'll read the, most of the chapter, chapter 1, but let's just go ahead and begin reading in verse number 13. So, Romans chapter 1, verse 13. Now, I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I purposed to come unto you, but was led hitherto that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. So Paul was trying to get to the Roman church. He was busy with some other ministries. Couldn't get there, but he really wanted to get there. Um, in verse number 14, this is the first I am statement of the Apostle Paul. I am debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So Paul was wanting to come and preach the gospel to the people at Rome, but he was hindered from being able to do so at this point. But uh, he makes three uh, declarations here about his heart, his passion. And so the three I am statements of Paul are found in both in 14, 15, and 16. The first one is, I am debtor. Um, can anyone find the second and third ones? What is the second I am statement? Yes, I am ready. I'm ready to preach the gospel. Yes. And the third I am statement. Yes, I am not ashamed. So I am debtor, first of all, with the Apostle Paul. Paul recognized that he had a debt. Now, who did the Apostle Paul uh, think that he had a debt to? Well, obviously, Paul had a debt first and foremost, to the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, as we quoted the verse this morning, um, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. We owe Jesus everything. We owe a debt to him. He has given his life for us, died in our place on the cross, uh, and paid everything so that our sins could be forgiven, taken away, and he took our sins in himself, and he gave us his righteousness. That's amazing. And we owe a great debt to Jesus, and Paul did too. Um, now, the, the um, main emphasis, I think, in this passage of who he's talking about when he says, I am debtor, of course he recognized his debt to the Lord, but he recognized that he had a debt to the people around him that needed the gospel. So in verse 14 there, it's, it tells who Paul felt he had a debt to. I'm debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. 
So the Greeks would probably be, the Greeks' perspective, I think, would be either you're part of the Greek culture or everyone else is a barbarian. <laughs> Very much of a, a class type of system there. Uh, Paul said, I'm, I'm there for the, the uh, educated, the uneducated. I am debtor to the wise. I'm debtor to the unwise. So whatever category you want to put yourself in between wise or unwise, we're debtor to our own category and debtor to everyone. We're debtor to everybody around us. And Paul recognized that. He realized that because Jesus had saved him and he knew he had eternal life, he recognized that he owed it to other people to share that message of Jesus with them. So how are we doing at recognizing that we have a debt to the lost around us. What about the circle of influence that we talked about this morning? The coworkers you may have, the family members, the neighbors, the people in your life. Do you sense a debt to share Jesus with them? The Apostle Paul said, I am debtor to these people. Can you say the same thing, that you know that you're a debtor to these people? to the people around you, the people that you have influence in their lives. So, first, I am debtor, Paul says. The second I am statement of Paul is found in verse 15. I am ready. Someone said, I am ready to preach. Both are right there. So let's read that verse again, verse 15. Um, so as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. So I was reading one of Warren Wearsby's commentaries, and he said in the King James Version of the Bible, there are two different Greek words translated into the word ready. And the first one is in a passage in Acts where Paul says, I am ready to even die at Jerusalem. Okay? Um, and this one, the I am ready to preach the gospel, this has a sense of urgency or eagerness. So when he says, I am ready here, it means that he is eager to preach the gospel to the people at Rome. He mentioned um, earlier in the chapter, he was really wanting to get to Rome, but he was held back. Hopefully he could get there soon. He was ready. He was eager to come and preach the gospel to them that were at Rome also. He was desirous to get there, whatever he could do, he was eager. Now, so this one is the idea of eager. When Paul said that he was um, ready to die at Jerusalem, that wasn't necessarily that he was eager to do that. Um, but he was eager to share the gospel with the people at Rome. So thinking about our lives now, um, Paul said he was ready, he was eager to go and share the gospel with the people at Rome. Are we ready to share the gospel with people around us? So do you carry gospel tracts with you when you go to the store? Um, do you, are you ready to, if the Lord asks you to, are you ready to be able to hand them a gospel tract and say, hey, this tells you how you can have a relationship with God, how you can know you're on your way to heaven. Do you carry those with you? Are you eager to share Jesus with people around you? Um, the Apostle Paul definitely was. Um, he was looking for opportunities to be able to share Jesus with everyone around him. And are we doing that? Are we looking for opportunities? There is a, uh, an old, um, he's since passed away, but he was a country preacher, and 
he said that he, used, he went soul winning. His name is Charlie Kittrell. I'm not sure if anyone knows, knows him. Okay. Um, I heard him preach several times, and he would say um, that you know, when he went to the grocery store, he said, I was looking for people to share the gospel with, to share a gospel tract with, to share Jesus with. And he said, while I was there, I figured I might as well get some grocery shopping done, you know? Um, so, and this guy, he was just genuine too. I mean, he wasn't making this up. He really was looking for opportunities to just share Jesus with other people. And uh, that's, you know, are we looking when we go certain places, are we looking for who we can possibly reach out to? When you're around lost family members, are you looking for opportunities that you can share Jesus in a loving way with them? Uh, are we ready to share Jesus with people around us like Paul was? Are we eager to do that? And third, Paul says, I am not ashamed. Let's just read verse 16. He says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So Paul was not ashamed of the message of the gospel. Well, why not? Um, why, well, it's kind of an obvious question, you know, why would we be ashamed, you know? But what are some reasons that we should not be ashamed well, one, it's not our gospel. It's not our good news. It's the gospel of Christ. And this gospel, this good news, it has power. Um, it has power. Not just does it have power, but it has power to save. Do you believe that? Oh, if you don't, read this verse again, okay? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. So the people in Hungary may have, um, may have decided they don't believe in God right now, or they may think they need to attend their church and you know, do good things in order to get to God. But did you know if we preach the gospel to them, if we show them the good news, how there's nothing you can do yourself to save yourself, you're a sinner, you deserve the judgment of God, but Jesus died for you, he took your place, he wants to do everything, and all you need to do is repent and believe in him. I mean, that message right there is the power of God to salvation, to everyone that believes. Anyone that decides to put their trust in Jesus and what he's done for them on the cross, they will have everlasting life. It's that simple. John 3.16, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I like to tell people after they have trusted Christ, um, I just ask them, how long does everlasting life last? <laughs> well, everlasting life lasts forever. That is an amazing thing. Uh, but we don't need to be ashamed of Jesus' message. It has power. Not everyone that we share this glorious message with is going to want to accept it. Not everyone will accept it. But God says that the harvest is plenteous. He said that the fields are white unto harvest, which means they're ready to be reaped. So not everyone is ready to be saved, but someone out there is. And if you have that perspective of faith when you're ready to go share the gospel with someone, just ask God, Lord, lead me to someone who is ready to accept you. And God will lead you to those who are ready. Because not everyone is. We're supposed to share the gospel with everyone. 
Not everyone's ready, but some are. And so that's what God has called us specifically to do, is preach the gospel to as many Hungarians as possible, and the ones who are ready, God will save. The gospel is powerful. So we won't um, go over anything else here with, um, with not being ashamed of the Lord, but the I am statements of Paul, I am debtor. Paul recognized he owed the gospel to people around him, and so do we. I am ready. Are you ready? Are you eager to share Jesus with people around you? And I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I trust that you can say that. That you can say truly from your heart, not just quote the verse, but say in your own heart, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. And I hope you take opportunities soon to share this glorious message with other people around you and see the gospel power work. There are people in this area who need to be saved, and they just need you to tell them. Um, We are the ambassadors of Jesus. So let's go ahead and close in a word of prayer, and I will turn it over to your pastor. God, I thank you for just the opportunity to to share our hearts here about the mission field that you've called us to. And uh, Lord, thank you for this dear church and their um, great questions that they asked us. Um, Lord, I pray that just these simple truths that, um, that you inspired Paul to write here um, about being ready and not being ashamed of your gospel. Lord, I just pray that you would help each of us to keep this in mind and be ready to share with anyone that you want us to. And uh, Lord, I pray that we would see um, people come to your kingdom in these next coming days ahead. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you.